You want me to comfort you? You want me to listen to you? I will. And I'm here for that because there is no shame or guilt and in any sexual experience, whether you're thinking it or whatever, right? Because maybe mm. that's where the agreement is. Hopefully they had that conversation. If not, then you need to have it. But at the same time, it's like, how much do I want to comfort you? Because if I'm comfort comforting you, then how do I feel after I do that? This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money and Purpose podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my co-host. Vivian Velasquez. And today we have a very spicy subject. We actually almost got into a, an argument right before the podcast <laughs> because she wanted to turn this entire podcast into a complete different topic. I said, hold on one second. Let's, let's, let's get it together. Let's get it together right now. And the, the topic that we're going to talk about is, are you pushing your partner away? And I think that that's what happens when we're not on the same page. We kind of tend to push each other away. I think that's what happens when we don't give each other the time that we deserve. Yeah, well, here's here's uh, how I operate, and Vivian knows this, and that's why we stayed together for such a long time. Is yes. I'm going 100 miles an hour, yeah. and I don't fucking apologize for for doing 20 different things. So when I'm in the flow, like you need to get on board, although, or you're gonna <laughs> get, get, out of the of, way. get out of the way. <laughs> and, and and that's what happens in this podcast. You know, right before. Uh, we started, she's asking me all these questions. I said, babe, this podcast is as much, it's probably more yours than me. Yes. Like, you need to take the ownership and run with it, you know, because yeah. I'm not always going to be there with you. And I, th and I think that's a really great distinction for, if, like, every time I'm reminded of that, it's like, if you guys don't know us, we're so completely different and we're like night and day and slow and fast. Like, everything that we could be opposite, we are opposite. And, um, I think it's, you know, like I love to just sit back and sometimes to realize like this is our therapy because we go through challenges all the time. And I'm serious, like this is just the best way to like sit back and and bring this awareness because when a guy is on a mission to do something and we in our feminine energy want attention, want to be seen, want to be like, hey, look at me, like, hey, what about me? And we're not giving that attention. It's like, oh, you know, like it hurts but at the same time i have to be reminded of like okay we are doing something we are on a mission we are mm. you know we're working so i know that you have that um that um how, what would you say like that character that mentality of that um it's just the mission that you give a man if you say yeah, to a man like right now you're not being my lover you're you're just being the businessman we are, you're, I'm you're, the business partner right, here I'm right, your business you're my partner. business partner there we go there we go you're my business partner so I, like I have to show up in the same way and then sometimes I forget because I want him to be my lover as he is most of the time but not to get offended and not to feel like he did something wrong but actually address it and then we just laugh about it and then we continue right because here's you know I the same way that I'm with my kids I said I'm your father but at the same time I want to lead you so you could actually learn how to do things your way and and as a man sometimes we bend and sometimes yeah. we apologize and we think like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to do this but if you're in business with your partner with your wife or your yeah, husband you gotta treat like a business it's difficult. It's you, really got, difficult. you can't sugarcoat shit because we're here in a mission we're here to create an impact yes. we're here in a in a timeline yes. and if you give your partner a, a, a mission you gotta go get it 
That's yes. that's the that's the masculine energy. Okay, what are I we know, doing here? I know, and then yeah. I forget because on Thursdays is our date night, and then I come like I come already not prepared, so like <laughs> I'm already there, and then I kind of have to like, whoa, girl, like we're still working, like show up the way that you need to show up. Where's your queen mentality? Step into that queen mentality, and then there needs to be this transition period that happens for both of us, especially mm. for you, to actually slow down and yeah. to come back and to be my lover and to be you know the king that i need you to be and actually take care of me so beautiful so anyway. well that was a little rant for right anyway. before the podcast so <clears throat> let's let's get into Had to it get what's, that out what's, of our chest <laughs> give us the question because we're going to answer a, a really good question that came uh, over the weekend and i think this question will impact a lot of uh, couples out there that are having mm. challenges and pushing each other away and I want to address that with a couple of points, but uh, we want you to go ahead and yeah. read that question. Yeah, so we want to thank you for sending in the questions. And any questions that you have, please feel free to send them. We want to answer as much as we can because we know that it helps not only us, but the people out there listening. Um, Raul and I have been married for almost 20 years, over 20, over years, 20 years, over 20 years. And it, you know, like everything that we say comes from a place of love and comes from a place of awareness and things that we probably have gone through a little bit here and there. But if there is something that um, that makes sense to you or impacts you or something that you've gone through, please share that too, because it is important for all of us to share our stories. It is important for all of us to share what we've gone through because that is the only way that we get to grow. That is the only way that we get to learn. So it's not just us, it's also the people out there. Yeah, um, and right before you, you say that, babe, I wanna encourage every single one of the listeners, you're watching us through YouTube, if you are listening to our podcast, if you're watching us through Facebook right now, just. Uh, send us a message letting us, letting us know where you listen us yeah. listening us from where you listening this uh, content from and yeah. we love to interact uh send us uh, a message through um, our dms and uh questions that we that you may have that we could address yeah. in the next next podcast or if we have time we'll address it in this podcast if you're watching us live so thank you for engaging with us yes thank you so this question was from last week and it says um we've been struggling in an area of our marriage my husband has been feeling empty and having feelings of not being enough. And instead of using alcohol, medication, drugs to numb it, he's been looking at other women. He comes to me and he tries to be honest and share with me what he goes and what he does. And all I could do is just seem to go numb myself. He instantly inspects me to, to comfort him and to be there for him. And this has been going on for years. I need space and I need time to sit with it and it hurts me so much, even if it's something that he's dealing with inside. The question is, what would it be a good way of addressing the situation or dealing with it? Because all I can do and say is nothing and literally I feel nothing. Time just stops as he tells me about what she looks like or what she was doing and just nothing comes out. I appreciate you both. Mm, thank you. Beautiful question. Beautiful question. Very detailed, very in-depth. And you could see the um, feel the authenticity um, from, from reaching out. You could feel the, the energy there. Yeah. You could also feel the pain at the same time, the uh, uncertainty. Um, so let's, uh, let's attack it from a couple different perspectives. Number one is honoring uh, also the man that is coming to his wife and saying, you know, I'm, I feel guilty. I feel ashamed. I feel like I'm not enough. And, and he's bringing these problems over to his to wife yeah. and uh, and with the hope that she will understand probably with the hope of of uh, getting some insights and and also for the for the woman to you know honoring the woman for holding the space and and not necessarily maybe creating a 
story of drama of pushing him away but also like holding the space and for him to talk for him to say what he needs to say but yeah. as you could see in that conversation it seems that it's not that strategy is not working <laughs> because that, that you know sometimes we have the right intention but the wrong strategy uh, and that's when when Vivian read to me that question I said that's a perfect uh, perfect uh, example of how being real and raw with the wrong strategy works against us because I'm all for being real and raw but at the same time there's always a there's always a um, when it's too too when when you go in too deep into putting all the pain into somebody sometimes you just want to say things to get out of your chest mm -hmm. but then you end up throwing up into somebody else so one of the analogies that I use with my my clients is like become the container not the garbage can right Right. And at this moment, the the man is in pain, and and he's using her, using her as the or asking for her garbage to be can. It's like throwing can. up all over her, saying, "Hey, I have this this huge guilt and shame, this huge huge feeling of not being enough, and now I'm throwing up all over you." And I bet after that, he feels great. He goes, "Okay, <laughs> well, wow, you know, got out of my chest. Mm -hmm. I'm not lying to my wife. I'm being mm -hmm. honest." Yeah. But then he goes back and he looks at woman again, or comes back with the same story again saying well I look you know and and that's the part of that strategy is not working yeah and even though it seems like you have to be honest you have to be real and raw and talk to your partner about it but if if it's not serving it you have to try a different strategy I also like I want to go back a little bit and when she says like instead of using alcohol medication drugs to numb he's been looking at other women and I think even that in itself is like we think that you know drugs and alcohol has to be the the what numbs us the distraction what takes everything away but women is a type of a drug because it gives you this um sense of 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 wanting like that lust that is there mm -hmm. that in itself is a drug and you know, there's many other forms of of addiction whether it's food or whether it's shopping or whether it's you know eating or women or just some any anything that brings this sick secretive naughty pleasure mm. so that this right? is where vivian and i had a an, not an argument but we see it from different perspectives because <laughs> automatically we were just having a conversation vivian wanted to label that as infidelity automatically that was like you're cheating he's cheating on her okay and so the where i was going with that is this so you know, like before, it was so easy to kind of like put a, a label of what infidelity or adultery was, right? Because it's like if you, especially like in our countries, coming back from like, I'm thinking like our Spanish heritage, if you had a, um, an, um, an affair, an affair with someone else and there was a child and that's adultery, that's infidelity. But nowadays, infidelity is like so broad because it could be texting with someone it, or it could be something on Facebook that you're connecting with, with you know, like a high school friend. It could be uh, a massage with a happy ending. It could be, you know, just a conversation or whatever it is. But it's like nowadays, like you don't, there's there's such a broader way of, of being unfaithful. So and it's I, and the, where I'm going with this is like it starts yeah. with something so little that sometimes we're so naive to that stuff. And that's kind of like what happened to me. I remember like when Facebook started, I had a couple of friends reach out to me that were in high school and these were guy friends and these were guys that I actually felt attracted to back in high school. Imagine this. Right. And then 
like me like i was gonna friend them and like have a conversation with them and like reconnect and like and and for a minute it was like that temptation of like wanting to know what happened and wanting to know like but then i'm like wait wait a minute if i start this where is it gonna take mm. me so i had to catch myself and not even like befriend the person by just say no thank you and just ignore or delete or whatever it is that you want to do but it's like what happens when we open the door to those things and that's that's where i'm coming from it's like we're all human you know like the temptation comes in any which way and I, when i was when i was reading this question and I, we were talking about adultery like it made me think of the commandments the, the god god's commandments in the bible like adultery or infidelity or whatever you want to call it or covening your wife's or your neighbor's goods is is cited twice in the commandments like it tells you you know not um not to convent your wife's i mean your neighbor's wife hmm. and not to commit adultery so it's like it says it twice God yeah. must have known that for a reason. So, so now let's let's bring that to light because I think that's where you know automatically you see the shift of how the, how a woman sees it. Okay, you look at another woman, you automatically you, you want to fuck her, you want to be with her, you wanna you wanna leave me, right? Not necessarily. The guy's only looking, looking. <laughs> like like so so now look yeah. at the frame. Like the guy's looking at the woman and he's telling his wife, "I'm attracted to this woman. I'm not doing anything, but just that already is creating uh, adultery." Like in, in the man as well, I think in that <laughs> situation, man is, man, I, I'm, I'm not condoning this or addressing or, or suggesting that, but I think that's where the framework of where are they in the relationship? Where is he at that he has to, you know, continue to start looking at? Because for me, everything is energy, yes. right? So if I, if I look at an energetic field is I'm not blind. There's beautiful women, you know, everywhere. Right. And, and I love that. See, and um, I honor the part of of him coming to her and yeah. telling her that. And I love the fact that there are some women that are so in their feminine that it captivates the 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 the, the masculine energy. It just you know, like it moves your head. And I love that. And I, I have even done that. You know, when I'm truly in my feminine, like men have have taken it feels men's good. gazes, it, right? It feels good. It feels, it feels good for good. women, right? And it feels good. Uh, you know, when when you start looking at the energy and the feminine energy. Is an is an is a magnetic energy. Yes, it's a so storm. So, it moves. So when things. a man is in his full masculine, he also attracts that feminine energy. So from both parts, both humans need to feel attractive, need to feel wanted, need to feel desired. Yes. So the that, moment that, that you start beautiful. looking, when when you are putting your energy and you are addressing somebody else's beauty, then you're given a part of you. You're given that energy. Where where I think as a man, when you start looking at okay, if I'm putting that energy and then why is it that i'm feeling guilty why is the guilt and shame coming in that is the question that as a man you have to because i'm, I'm looking at beautiful woman. I, I admire the, her body yeah but i'm that's where you draw the line they draw the line because i know it's energy so i'm not gonna yeah. leak the energy or give too much more energy to that because now i could use it for something because some women out there that when i when I see them, like they inspire me, and then I'll text you how much I love you. And that text you, like, maybe I can't wait to get home. You know, <laughs> we're gonna do this. so then I use that energy yeah. towards something. You know, and and yes. I think that's where when when the man maybe is misdirected in a way of okay, you you're admiring somebody. What are you doing with that energy? Mm -hmm. Are you addressing that energy? Because you could use that energy and, and talk to your wife and and even use that as a spark yes. to be able to reconnect yes. with your wife. But the fact is that the fact that you are 
you feeling less than or the fact that he's feeling ashamed is a deeper rooted belief that he shouldn't. And then maybe sometimes because of that belief that you're already committing adultery or that belief that you're already fucked up. Yeah. Or that you already, man, is what you thought it, you already did it. Yeah. Which the reality is, no, that it was a thought. You're not your An thoughts. An action has to happen. You're not your thoughts, you feel your emotions. You're the awareness of your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions. What you do with that awareness is what creates your next move. So now what I would suggest, uh, the wife wrote us this, right? Right. Is really have that conversation. Listen, I'm not your garbage can. I'm not here to throw up. And if you're feeling not enough, it's because probably he wants to, because now you're compensating, not compensating, you are rewarding bad behavior or rewarding the same cycle. Right. And, and this is unconscious too. It's not, yeah. I'm not saying that it's conscious. It's unconscious because now I'm feeling guilty. So, so come, I come to you, then you take my burden out. So I feel good, mm -hmm. but then I go but do it again. But she doesn't feel good. But I feel good, so I, I do it again. And I come back and see the cycle continues. So the guy continues to create a mess. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's the part that I kind of don't agree with because, I mean, I agree. It's like a catch-22, right? Because you want your partner to come and to tell you what they're going through, what they're feeling. But there has to be like some sort of boundary. And that's where the woman comes in and you create that boundary. It's like, okay, you want me to comfort you? You want me to listen to you? I will. And I'm here for that because there is no shame or guilt and in any sexual experience, whether you're thinking it or whatever, right? Because maybe mm. that's where the agreement is. Hopefully they had that conversation. If not, then you need to have it. But at the same time, it's like, how much do I want to comfort you? Because if I'm comfort comforting you, then how do I feel after I do that? How How is it like you compare, uh, I start, this ideal woman in me starts to compare myself to what he's looking at. And then now, now it's not, you're not only good enough, but I'm not good yeah. enough and so I'm now, not beautiful so then, enough. So now it creates chaos. So now both of you, both of us are not good enough. Both of us are not perfect enough because the ideal, ideal woman has already kicked in and is making up all this other story. And then that's kind of like where you go and you, it's like you, you broke this trust and it causes a trauma in our bodies it causes a trauma in our heart and it's like i want to help you but this is this feels all fucked up yeah so i give i give an analogy because i think it's is it's not a simple fix but at it's least not. you know let's say you're watering a plant right and then you go outside and you're watering this plant and you put in the water the plant but then after when you come home and you feel guilty because you haven't watered the plant that you have at home and then you come home and then you tell them listen i just gave all this water to the plant outside I have not feel for bad. You. I have nothing water for you, but could you forgive me? And that plant that's inside your home is loving enough. This is no problem. Hopefully tomorrow you have water for me. And then he comes out and he continues to pour water outside, pour water and comes back and cries and feels bad. I'm sorry. I, I gave all my water to the plant outside and, and I don't have any more water for you. So how do you expect that flower that, that, that to, to, to burst inside your home? If you're not watering, that's the same thing with energy. If you're looking at other women and have the energy to praise or to look, use some of that energy and water that plant at home because you're not doing anything good to nurture this plant at home. Because mm. eventually this plant at home could grow and could be beautiful and could be even 
more uh, uh, energetic than the any plant, plant outside because the whatever plant you, is already beautiful. Whatever you water, it grows. Yes, and that whatever plant inside is already to. beautiful. Just know that. That plant is already beautiful and it will wither away if it has no water, but it's already beautiful. So now also the plant inside, right? Now let's look at the, the, guy, the guy comes in and says, I'm sort of having a water. Okay, motherfucker, I want to have my own water. I'm going to bring my own water and I'm, uh, and I don't, don't tell me about your water coming in. Like the last, la next time you, you drop a, a glass of water out there, you better know that I'm going to get my water on. And eventually this cannot work because you're not appreciating what you have or the water that you have in here. Because now if I'm coming in and I'm looking at a, a, a flower outside, I'm watering, I come home and uh, now I'm like, who's watering you? Like, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, so that's where, that's where they, they, the uh, beauty comes when a woman owns herself and when a man owns herself. You don't need any water from anybody, but you actually appreciate the fact that both people are watering each other's plants and that's how their relationship grows. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that analogy. Thank you for sharing that, Raul. So we just We just got a couple of plants in, oh the, in the pool. And, so uh, and I'm getting into, I'm getting into, into the planting. plants. Um, I don't know where I was going to say. You just made me lose a whole train of thought. But... I think I was going to say something along the lines that even when you are in a, a good marriage, that this thoughts come up, that these things happen just because you are in a relationship, just because you are in a partnership, like these things will come up. And I think the more that we address it, the more that we talk about it is that we could get through it. And I think there has to be some clear boundaries and some clear understanding as to like this is what i need from you and this is how i need you to show up and it's the same thing for a man like i would say to, to the guy it's like you're not showing up as a king you know like how are you showing up at home for for your wife and then even take it a step further like if you have children if you have girls like we have a boy and a girl so we're always like with these two dilemmas right um, not dilemma situations like we look at Abigail and I always think like how, just just like how would I show up because I want her to see me show up as that woman as that queen and mentality right so then it kind of like it it inspires me to think different the same thing for a man like if you're father if you're a husband like just think of it like you have a little girl when she grows up how would you want somebody to show up for her? But I think that that exactly same mentality is probably why he feels guilt and shame. I don't think they so I, mm. I don't think that they are not, are not aware of it. And that's where I come in when you start looking at okay, it's energy. I'm leaking okay. energy. I'm focusing energy. There's no shortage. This guy doesn't seem like he if he comes in and he tells his wife and he's feeling guilty, he's obviously he doesn't want to do her. it. You yeah, know, he's obviously yeah. loves her, doesn't want to doesn't want to be that guy one of the things that he could probably look at what makes him inside to actually leak that type of energy out there and leave that energy with when he could actually use that energy and become a, a volcano. Sometimes we need to harness that energy and become the volcano, the volcano from inside. And, and a lot of times we feel the pressure, maybe it's the business side. And many times, and the patterns are when, you know, the business is suffering, then you're looking for something else. Mm. When you don't feel like you're producing, you're looking for somebody else to, to, um, to tell you how great you are. So all kinds of patterns. Bottom line is, if there's love, there needs to be constant, constant feeding and watering each other. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm feeding each other. That's what I said to you. Like, you know, if you come to me and you are being real and real, said, I saw this guy and I, I, you know, I love the way I said, you know, that's fine. I, I could take it. 
But at the same time, where is the, um, what's the value of it in the relationship? I mean, what's the value? If I tell you, I mean, I see this hot woman, like if I'm coming to you and tell you all this stuff, what's the value? Like, what are we doing to build each other up? Now, if I'm building you up and I'm comparing you to the woman, that's, there's no value. So it's, no. it's when you're being real with your partner, when you have a conversation with your partner, always, always think about this. Am I watering the plant? Am I building them up? Am I uplifting them? Because that's what you want in the other side. Not judging, not complaining, yeah. not trying to fix each other. Look with yourself first, get strong. And your partner, we either you either will connect at a deeper level or you will probably um grow apart but you can't depend you can't help him unless you help yourself she cannot be helped unless you help yourself and both of you need to get stronger emotionally to actually not be each other's garbage cans but be each other's container i think that's also the best analogy is become the container hold the space but also know your limits and say you're not gonna, gonna throw up all over how me. much yeah you're like not gonna throw up all over the garbage like you have to deal with your shit and I could be the container to help you and, and love you. But at the end, you have to do something to help yourself and create a pattern interrupt and progress because you can't just reward bad behavior and expect different results. Yeah, and it's also, you know, I was going to say, like, um, it's not her job to really continue to com comfort him and to be there for him because it's something that he needs to deal with. It's something that you as men sometimes have not been doing you know have not been asking the questions that have not been doing the work and have not been showing up so i think you know men is a time for you to show up is a time for you to like really ask this deep questions and know like what where is this coming from like where is it rooted from mm. and address it and then deal with it and then if you still need help from your partner from your wife from your lover like then you come to her and you ask her but it comes from a different place because i don't think it's fair for you to put all of that on her to have to deal with what you're feeling like there, is, you got to figure it out you got to figure out like what is your responsibility for this and as a woman like what how much are you willing to take in how much are you willing to let in because the more that you allow that to happen i, I just feel like there's so much more that you have to heal there's so much more trauma that is caused in your body and in your heart, like I said before, and it's it's not it's not something easy to go back and to deal with. And one last thing that I, and we'll end with this is the polarity. A lot of men, what I see is there's no polarity in the relationship, and mm -hmm. that's why they're looking at the woman to find that polarity, to find uh, that attraction. Yeah. And if he's coming to his wife, is because he's looking at her more as a mother energy, more than a sexual partner energy and if she's already crossed that line that she's created more of the mother energy then she has to shift and then uh, i guarantee you the moment that she shifts into like listen i'm not your mother i'm not here to baby you i'm here to i'm, I'm your lover i'm i'm the i'm your queen the the polarity would change and that happens when we as women we are so stuck on our mothering energy that we're taking care of our husbands our lovers our partners instead of where we need to switch into that temptress energy and to really um, show up and then be naughty and then look for all these parts of us that we have because every woman is beautiful. Every woman could like bring that forth when we need it. 
but I think it's it's a lot more work than a lot of women are willing to do. I know that's how it was for me. It's like, I'll just stay here and mother you instead of be your lover because it takes so much more work, right? And that's when you lose the polarity. And, and then, the polarity, and then there's lose, no attraction. So there is no other woman. I mean, even, even if the other woman has bigger whatever it is that she could have, it takes nothing away from you because every one of us is made different for a reason. And like the, our sexiness our aliveness just comes on mm. it turns on it doesn't matter what you have it doesn't matter what you're lacking uh, it's, we just, guys are easy. it's just an I mean, energy let me tell you something women for, for women who are listening we're easy we get turned on really fast it's the <laughs> really confidence easy. that it's, we have in is the energy in the energy that you yeah. exude and, yeah. and man like if, if if you're stuck right now in leaking energy and putting your focus so, in a lot of places just know that that's it it's just energy that's being misdirected. Learn how to maintain the energy. Learn how to how to use the energy to be able to create, create the results yes. that you want. Because at the end of the day, we're here to to create. We're not here just to you know be all over the place, leaking our energy and giving our energy and watering the plants for everywhere so, else. Everywhere else that we're not gonna build a a kingdom. We're that not you're gonna not gonna something. get to uh, to savor their beauty. I think relationships are so hard you don't need to go leak the energy anywhere else hold on to the energy to the person that really deserves that in front of you and allow the relationship to be one of greatness beautiful well and with that thank you for having this conversation with us thank you for our our, our yes. not argument our conversations here so i'll give a shout out to a couple of guys who are listening to us we got jared ivy rosie brad uh nick uh paul christy they got a lot of guys today. Michael, Arturo, uh, Cindy, Robert. Uh, thank you for watching us. Sanchez, Catherine, Lawrence. Just put your um, questions in here. Hopefully this conversation helped you um, figure out what the next level is for you. At the end of the day, this is not a perfect conversation. Relationships are complicated. I'd rather have a business conversation all day long yeah because the business conversation it's ends kind of dry, kind it's, of dry. it's like okay you know where you're going but with the relationship it evolves it could go every which way and that is the beautiful part about it. it's like it grows and if you're not growing in your relationship if you're not expanding in your relationship then you're just stuck in the same relationship and you want the relationship to grow if you have a good relationship it could be great if you have a great relationship it could be fabulous like there's always a next level and that, and one quick tip for the for the men who are listening your relationship is a reflection of how you run your business i guarantee you you get you work on your relationship your business is going to become easy because that's what <laughs> happened to us like if i could work in our relationship business is is easy and it happens yes. with, without even wanting to because effortless. we effortless because now we've built our muscle and work in our relationships that our business aspect becomes uh, becomes second nature so yeah. thank you for watching us well, follow us on facebook yes. youtube instagram everywhere except for our bedroom that's where we keep it private yes. learn it live, live it, experience it, it. Love, love life, life. if you receive any value from this conversation comment subscribe and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level and please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast see you in the next episode